Tēnā koutou i tēnei ahe ahe. This is the news for Radio 1 Te Reo Irirangi Kotahi for Friday the 12th of March, ko Senaina tēnei. Last week it was announced that the Women's Rugby World Cup was postponed until 2022, which raised questions about the amount of financial support women are given in the sport. Due to COVID-19 restrictions, the New Zealand Black Ferns are unable to defend their world title this year. The games were going to take place in Auckland and Whangarei. Alice Soper, a Wellington rugby player, spoke to the New Zealand Herald, stating that postponing the Rugby World Cup for another year would allow rugby officials more time to be prepared. However, is there enough energy to cover the costs of supporting women's welfare in rugby? Radio 1 talked to Anna Richards, who is the Auckland's Union Women HPU Manager. High performance unit that people are part of that. I've got 34 players in my HPU. That involves contracted black ferns, um, high interest black ferns, high interest sevens players plus kids who are still at school in there. University students, 80 and 100 or so thousand dollars to um, fund the high performance unit for the women. The government provides support through the Olympic program with the sevens. Both the men's and women's teams get quite a lot of funding through that. Many young New Zealanders dream of becoming an all-black or a black fern. Radio 1 interviewed aspiring rugby player Gemma Miller to find out her thoughts on women's rugby in New Zealand. I feel down in Otago we're really supported with uh, my club's really supportive of all the women. From when I was like primary school, you didn't even know who the black friends were. Now kids that are at primary school know who they are, they know that there's a pathway, they know girls can play rugby and I think every year it's just going to get bigger and bigger. Although New Zealand rugby fans are unable to watch the Women's Rugby World Cup this year, you can head on down to your local sports club to watch the games that are usually held on a Saturday and support young athletes. After many attempts to graduate in the year of 2020 due to COVID-19 and multiple bomb threats, the first graduation in over a year will happen this weekend. Those who miss their special day are finally given the chance to celebrate with friends, family and fellow classmates. Radio 1 spoke to Otago student Shelby Davidson, who was graduating on December the 16th with a Bachelor of Science with distinction. So we got an email a few days prior to that that it would be changed wouldn't be postponed as such but we could still come down and get our degrees in person i was fortunate that my we live quite close so i was like we, we may as well just come down anyway but i don't think it was that easy for a lot of people so i had my regalia was already all hired so it just came and picked up on the day and we had like a small ceremony shook hands with the proctor and got our um bit of paper i guess I'm glad I did it on the day and I'm glad I kind of tied that all up in 2020 and kind of started this near new. But I do feel like I missed out a bit on not doing the walk through the city. Yeah, so one of my friends who was graduating on the same day, but the different time, she decided to postpone hers and I think I'll go do the walk with her. To all of you graduating this weekend, we hope you have a fabulous day. You deserve it. The school strike for climate will take place on April the 9th this year. In 2019, 170,000 New Zealand school students armed with chalk and boards flooded their driveways and local streets to demand climate action. Climate change is the greatest challenge that we face in the future. 
There is an opportunity for young people to stand up for what is right, guiding the way for change. The Climate Change Commission released a report early 2021 stating that New Zealand aims to become zero emissions of long-lived gases by 2050 and to reduce biogenetic methane emissions by at least 47% by 2050. New Zealand will not meet the Climate Change Commission standards unless the government supports this demand and enforces action. Therefore, new policies are needed to progress the country towards a sustainable future. Ashley Putt Fellows, a spokesperson from the school's Strike for Climate movement, gave Radio 1 some top tips on how to participate in this year's strike. She stated that the purpose of the strike is to educate people about climate change. This can be through individual action, such as recycling, walking to school each day, For local Otago pupils, a climate march will take place in Dunedin Central on the 9th. More information is available at schoolstrikeforclimate.nz. Radio 1 Dog of the Week. This week's Dog of the Week is the almighty Maltese. Maltese dogs may look like a kitchen fluff tool, but they are much more than that. Their kind, gentle nature, alongside their ability to sit on someone's lap for long periods of time, makes them a suitable friend. The compact dog plays primarily indoors and is a great accessory to any living space. Not only are they beautiful to gaze at, they don't molt. So, if you see a Maltese out and about this week, say a quick hello. Now let's head to the weather for today. The Radio 191 FM weather. Today we have a high of 19 degrees and a low of 12 degrees. It'll be fine apart from some morning cloud, light winds with sun peering through in the afternoon.